0: International
1: gentlemen, time to get fueled. My name is Benjamin C. Cholock, and welcome to episode 70 fun of I Learned Nothing, a philosophy podcast for morons. My name is Ben Cholock, said that already, here across from me. A name so nice, you said it twice. Had to say it twice. Gotta say it twice. You know what? A name so nice, I want to say it thrice. My name is thrice? Benjamin C. Cholock. Oh, oh, Ben, don't hurt him. I am the uh Godman of philosophy, the Jesus Howard Christ wow. of thought. Tenured here at Princeton University. Where we record live. Recording live at the College of New Jersey uh, in lovely Princeton, New Jersey, <laughs> a.k.a. Austin, Texas. Yes. Uh,
2: I consider, I've always considered Austin to be the new princeton new jersey
1: yeah new princeton new jersey where, are the princeton new jersey of the south i've always thought of texas as new new jersey yeah yeah i mean they both have a ton of oil refineries they so. do yeah <laughs> they definitely so there's do. that and that's pretty much all they have in common uh about so it. yeah yeah guys i guess the comparison is pretty shitty uh much much less italians yes. more mexicans though uh, yeah much less italians yeah Oof. i would say mexicans are new world italians
2: you know what? There's so little <laughs> there's so little Italians in this town that I, it's kind of suspicious. Yeah. Where do you even go in this town for a decent Italian meal, Ben? I mean, I, I honestly don't know. Really? No. I mean, I worked, Maggi- I worked at Maggiano's I worked at Magiano's for 3 years. Magiano's right? Little Italy? Magiano's Little Italy, yeah, in the domain. Yeah. But I I don't know where to get, you know, half a
1: decent fucking Italian food. Well, wow, well, this just uh, indicates how little you try at anything <laughs> because yeah. you can go literally across the street from where you live <laughs> to Patrizis. Oh, yeah, for yeah, Good Italian food. But they always open at they, o- they open late. They open at like 5. Oh, you mean around dinner time? Yeah, <laughs> so but what, I don't I don't, real, I don't eat a normal. That's early for dinner time, too. <laughs> I don't eat a normal dinner. Problem? I have
2: a weird schedule. I don't, I don't eat a dinner at normal times. You know, <laughs> I got to eat it a little, you know, a little earlier, a little or a little bit later. Uh-huh. Never on time. The thing I'm the never on time boy.
1: You literally yelled at me last episode for being late. We well, were inexcusably
2: late. That was that was inexcusable.
1: You're always late too. No, I'm not. Not to yeah, this. Yeah, you are. Not to this. Because not... we recorded in your fucking oh, apartment. Yeah, big fucking deal.
2: I'm still not late to
1: it, bitch. You're always late. I'm. Sometime... I have to come from. I have to fight traffic every single time. And I was early today, bitch. Oh, we'll go. but you were like, it. oh, I have to. I have to charge my laptop, and that's why we got late in recording.
2: Yeah, I have to charge the laptop that we record on. Oh, sorry yeah. that I have to fucking. Sorry, electricity <laughs> happens, Ben. You fucking fuck. This is my insolent
1: <laughs> pupil. We haven't even Pat introduced Dean. myself, and we're yeah, yelling yeah, at yeah, each other. We're
2: immediately screaming. We haven't said, it. I haven't I've said three <laughs> words, and the rest of them just screamed. Because you're a prick, and you're late. Well, you're an ignorant fuck I'm sometimes, who doesn't know where to find Italian food. I'm sometimes. It's literally across the street from you. I'm Okay, but I just said why I don't go there. Ben, I'm what? not going to fucking go eat Italian food before going to work. I'm not going to do it. Why that not? It makes no sense. Because it's so heavy on your fucking <laughs> stomach, Ben. Why do I have to explain this? It's so heavy. I stand by my job, Ben. Oh, sorry. I'm not like you sitting so down do you normally eat? in an air-conditioned oh, fucking you, room. Do you
1: really eat a salad before you go into work? every no. day? No. No, no. I what eat do you eat? A, a little bit of tacos. A little, a little bit of. Taco. I eat a little bit of taco. <laughs> no, you
2: don't. I do. I go to work, and right next to the Velveta room is a goddamn taco stand.
1: Right, because Mexican food isn't heavy.
2: Not those ta- corn tacos. No, they're not.
1: They are. Okay, I'm not gonna argue what food is heavier. I think I right eat more tacos than you. I think I. Oh, I can believe that. <laughs>
2: I think I know a little something about tacos, Ben. Yeah, and I know I can't. I'm so angry I'm
1: heated. I just had to I can't go eat off. a
2: big bowl of pasta before fucking work.
1: Well, then you're weak. No, I'm not. <laughs> my stomach is going to hurt. Oh, your tummy hurts?
2: Yeah, I have to manage a room, okay? I can't go there and, and with an upset
1: tummy. Ugh, fine. So you have no problem just eating the same thing every single time? What, no, I work. wake
2: up and I, I go, what am I going to eat? And I get mad and I panic and I just go somewhere. I don't. Even, I get in the. I get in the. Wait, my, do you
1: get paralyzed by choice? No, I just don't know where to go. That you, That's literally being paralyzed. Paralyzed. Then by I choice. guess. Then I guess I do. <laughs> you don't know what to do, dude. I
2: get in my car and I just. I turn the car on and I go. Where am I going to go? And I just sit there.
1: You sit there. How long do you sit there for? <laughs> I have sat there
2: for about fifteen minutes. Really? Yeah. In my, in my parking lot. Just going. Where Where do I go? Because I don't know where to go. I feel like in Richmond, Virginia, I always knew where to go. Me and Shithead Jim talked about this when I lived here. Where did you in go? Richmond, Virginia. We always knew where to go. Where would you go? Um, I'd go to this goddamn pizza place, uh, on Broad. I th- no, 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 no. Maine. I apologize. Picolas. This is a place where you could go there, and if you get two slices of pepperoni pizza and a um, a uh, a cranberry juice.
1: A cranberry juice. Yeah, it's
2: or a cranberry grape. It's six dollars and sixty six cents.
1: Wait, and it and has would, to be a cran-grape drink? Well, that's what I would drink, and then I'd go, oh, shit, it's... it's oh, like, okay, six so six. it's two pepperoni pizzas and a drink. Yeah. Okay, you made it sound like you have to order cranberry juice to get the deal. Well, <laughs> that's how you. it's a different it price
2: than fountain soda because it's, it's bottled juice, so it's a little bit different. My oh point my is that I always knew where to go there. <laughs> I never know where to go here.
1: So now you're crippled by ch- by choice. Crippled I guess analysis paralysis it's called. Analysis
2: paralysis.
1: Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what to choose. Analysis You're par- always you're always haunted by the looming specter of possible regret.
2: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> because some cuz if I order food and I, and the food's bad, uh-huh. god, I mean it's just so crushing.
1: It's crushing? Yeah. What is it? How does it make you feel like individually? Like, about your choices, about your personhood. Very stupid. Yeah?
2: Yeah. Because I just look at it and I go, you've been eating food for 34 years. You'd think you'd know what you like by now, and apparently I don't. Apparently I'm an idiot.
1: Yeah. But not knowing what you like kind of casts casts into doubt who you are. Well, yeah, I guess. Well, now from now on, I'm a Patrizzi guy. You know what, Ben? I'm going to go there every
2: fucking day from now on. How about that? that, Will that make you happy?
1: I don't know. Will it make you happy?
2: I mean, probably not. I'll be sick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess I could eat there on my day off's. Days off.
1: Day offs is what I said. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that grammatically correct? I don't think so. All right. Well, here's what I'm getting at. Episode 75. You still haven't introduced myself. (laughs) i I introduced you. Did you? Yeah, I said my my insolent pupil, Pat Dean. Oh,
2: I thought you just called me insolent. I didn't uh, realize you said my first and last name. Welcome to the podcast. No, you screamed
1: over me as usual.
2: No, because you were being an insolent prick.
1: No, you were being an insolent prick.
2: No, look, I might be an idiot, but you're a prick. Fine,
1: you know what? Go Fine. Wow, that is a ta- that describes Fine. the show, yeah. so well. <laughs> you, you are, are an idiot. idiot and a prick. I am a prick. I will a hopeless. Hap- I-, I will happily <laughs> hosted by a hopeless idiot and a haughty prick. A haughty prick. Yeah. Welcome. You're haughty, dude. I am so haughty, dude. And well, you're haughty. Welcome, welcome to the haughty haughty prick. <laughs> All right. Okay, we got to get into this. What are we learning about episode the seventy? Last thing fun, we didn't learn
2: anything? I don't think
1: episode seventy fun of I learn nothing. I'd like to learn something this time. We're learning about how do you make yourself an authentic individual? Oh my god! How are your choices? What? How do your choices affect who you are? Okay. All right, and we're talking. about- I know one choice I regret. What is that? Starting this fucking podcast. Well, you started it. Now my life. you're gonna fucking finish it, bitch. You know what's
2: funny is that a little peek behind the curtain. To our many, many wisdom heads, Uh, me and Ben were hanging out and he was like, oh, I picked Ben up from the airport, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm no hero. And we went to get food and you're a no hero. I'm a no hero. And then you (laughs) said, well, what do you want to learn about this week? And I said, I'll look something up and tell you. And I, as we started recording, I realized I never told you. So you just picked one on your own. Yeah. I literally, as you were doing the intro, I was like. What if you never don't one? have a topic. Actually,
1: you know you don't remember that I also told you that I would just pick a, pick a topic. Oh, you did? Yeah, <laughs> and I told you who it would be. Oh, you did? <laughs> and you don't remember? <laughs> I
2: well, you know, I got a lot on my
1: mind. All right, you know, episode seventy-one. Uh,
2: Tim, I got Tim the cat. I've got uh, you know play the banjo. I got a lot of stuff going on. Do you? Yeah. Also, here's how bad my improv skills are. I literally just said two things that are sitting in the room next to us. Yeah. Like, yeah. You I've got this um cat two and
1: uh, a banjo. They're both sitting three feet away from me. Yeah. This sucks. <laughs> what a terrible life. Episode seventy one. We're talking about Soren Kierkegaard. Oh, I do remember talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Now you do. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, because we talked
2: about. It. You know why I think we uh, I forgot it is because Ben and I got into a debate over whether
1: or not. I there was you a, could throw ketchup at a bird.
2: Yeah, there was a bird, <laughs> like really close to us, a really small little bird. All right, and he had a shitty look on his face. And I said to Ben, "I bet I could throw this packet of ketchup at it." Yeah, and, and I don't believe you. I still don't believe you. I definitely could have. Yeah, but I, was... so I,
1: I asked you to prove it, and you pussied out. Yeah. Also, Ben told me to just uh, uh, abuse I said, Do an it. animal. Prove it. Prove it.
2: Ben asked me. To abuse this animal in public? No, I didn't ask sight. you. I
1: commanded you. Of all these people at I a demanded. venue that we
2: do comedy at, so it's like no I'm one not... was going to see. How do you know? There was someone looking at us.
1: It was some bitch on her phone who gives a she shit. She was
2: looking at us. know because Your back was turned, dummy. You didn't even turn around to look. You didn't, you didn't even look. I. You wanted looked. me to kill an animal, and you didn't even look. I wasn't asking if you if to anyone kill an watching. animal.
1: No it's not going to die if you throw it ketchup at it. It would have
2: died if I threw a thing that oh, hard. Oh, because you it?
1: can throw so hard.
2: I can. I can throw ketchup. You'd be wounded halfway
1: through the. No, I could
2: do it, and the fucking bird was so little. The bird had no awareness, had no sense of uh, death. The bird was just... Oh, so it was
1: just a step above you?
2: Yeah, well, I guess so. <laughs> Maybe.
1: Yeah, and also, you could not have hit that bird. Yes, I could have. It Nuh-uh. was three feet away, Ben. Nuh-uh. Yes, I could have. Nuh-uh.
2: I 100% could have. That bird was well, not looking I don't, at anything.
1: Well, I'll never see it, I guess. That fucking... You'll kid. never convince me until I see you do it.
2: Okay, you know what? How about this, Ben? Next <laughs> time we hang out, I'll murder a bird. Will that make you happy? Yes, it will. I just <laughs> said hypothetical. Oh, I bet I could hit that. I said, oh, wow, that bird's so close. that I, I could hit it with ketchup. And then you were like, oh, no, you can't. Then you pushed your glasses up, your shattered glasses. Yeah, I said prove it. That a bully threw in the ground and broke in front of everyone, and we all laughed. I
1: don't know. It sounds like you're being bullied right now. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Well,
2: I, I wait, wait, I'm being a bully?
1: No, you're being bullied.
2: By who? By you? Yeah. You could never
1: bully me, Ben. I don't know. I think uh, you just proved yourself to be a pussy because you didn't want to throw ketchup at this bird. I didn't want to kill a bird. You're not going to kill the bird by throwing... Pu- yes, I could. No, you couldn't.
2: I could. I absolutely could. Get, well, you know what? I do don't know believe you. I don't weigh. believe you until you fucking do I'm it. I'm a
1: grown... Until a, I see it.
2: I'm 34 years old. Show I me. I could kill a bird.
1: Show me. I won't believe you until I see it.
2: Okay. Well, guys, we'll keep you updated about uh,
1: <laughs> Ben's torture of animals. I'm not torturing animals. You're telling me to. You're, you're fucking the Charles Manson of people trying to prove birds. I'm telling you to prove it after you advanced that you could. No.
2: What happened was Ben- It was your idea. No. Ben, it was
1: your idea ben, to throw the ketchup at that bird.
2: Ben looked at the bird, and he suddenly This had, is a lie. A this X. is
1: slander. This he had is, a is libel. X in
2: between his eyes, and he, and he was like, yeah, the race war is coming. You should kill that bird. Cut, cut, Are you referencing cut the, Charles Manson because the, he doesn't? First of all, he doesn't have an X on his fucking oh, brow. Cut the baby he out. has a
1: swastika. <laughs> no, I, oh, I thought it was an X. No, it's a swastika. Oh.
2: I always thought I right. was an X. Well,
1: I think we're back in our a stride. A swastika. Man,
2: I feel like... It's uh, a swastika. Trust me. Hmm, go back and look. I feel like Charles Manson is sending some pretty not cool signals.
1: <laughs> well, he sent some really not cool signals when he sent signals to go kill that person and that's what so you many did. people. You're yeah. the Charles Manson of killing animals. I'm the Charles Manson of birds. Yeah, okay, okay fine. That's man. you. The Charles Manson mean? of birds. That's <laughs> your new char- fucking <laughs> title. <sure>. Ben <laughs>
2: Sherlock, the protector of Princeton, and the uh, Charles, Charles Manson,
1: Manson of birds. That's you. Wait, does that mean that I'm... I'm I'm telling my followers to kill birds yes or am I the Charles Manson of birds and that the birds are my minions
2: no you're Charles Manson of birds in the sense that you have a uh,
1: <laughs> desire for to see how mad things. are our listeners right now <laughs> they're probably furious I honestly forgot we are recording I'm not even kidding <laughs> I, I I
2: swear I forgot we were we were recording. I thought we forgot? I honestly forgot we were recording because You have a I microphone so right mad. in your face. I, because I don't think about it, Ben. <laughs> I'm looking at you. The mic is kinda of to the side. I'm looking at you and we're yelling at each other because that's what you make me do. I don't yell at anyone <laughs> ever. You only make you make me yell at you, Ben. I never yell at anyone else. I yell at Victoria sometimes, but we yell at each other when we play video games. It doesn't.
1: Half of our listeners right now are like, why don't they just fuck already? Well, maybe we have. <laughs> oh, Maybe we haven't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe we are. <laughs> maybe the sexual tension right now is fucking palpable. It's not sexual tension. It's
2: genuine <laughs> anger between two people who
1: should have stopped being friends five years ago. That's what people are listening to
2: right now. They're listening to two men who have outgrown each other. And now we're just yelling because we're Jesus. still 14 when we hang out. Now, what are we learning about?
1: Soren Kierkegaard. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard of this fuck? Yeah. Yeah, you have? Who is he? Well I know I believe It's fine if you don't get it because because we talked about him. Well we discussed him and I Hold on. Wait, wait, we okay, I have to I have to try this out. Oh no. We discussed him in an episode I think it was episode twenty two, if I'm not mistaken. And that episode is titled Oh, a word that you have some difficulty in pronouncing. Which episode? It's what number? (laughs) Episode twenty two. How do
2: you have that memorized? That's
1: insane. Because I'm A word genius. that I have
2: that I have that I have problems saying. Yeah. It was probably a racial slur then because I I got a real problem saying <laughs> that. I know that you're you're
1: different but uh what is the one school of philosophy? Oh that's no, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. famous. Okay. A lot of people who are not philosophers at least know this one. Yeah. It's usually it's usually uh posited by a bunch of French people, but there's some Germans in the mix. Yeah. It starts with an E. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? I don't wanna say it. Come on. No. Please. <laughs> Please try.
2: <laughs> Please try it. Hold on. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm actually, Look it up. Do you know I'm what, gonna look it up. I know okay. exactly what you're talking about. I'm gonna look it up uh-huh. so I can look at it and I can go, oh, this is how you say this word. <laughs> Cause it really I know exactly what you're what, what you're referring to. Uh-huh. And I am fucking pissed right now. <laughs> Okay. What are you going to give me if
1: I can say this word? What are you going to give me, Daddy? I'll give you a dollar. I will give you a dollar if you can pronounce it correctly. Is existentialism. I'll give you 50 cents. That was close. Okay. Existentialism. That's what I said. <laughs> you said ex existentialism. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Which is bizarre. I'm <laughs> <That laughs> to point something that out. That's a bizarre <laughs> way to pronounce I it. I'm to point this out. Every time <laughs> I e- got... Existentialism.
2: Every time you say that i do something wrong and i say no, and i vigorously defend myself mm-hmm. i know i'm wrong <laughs> <laughs> i just can't let you win i know it's okay it's
1: all right i believe
2: Look, that when we discussed this fuck i thought he was a filmmaker
1: yeah you did think he was a filmmaker. i, thought I was a french new wave filmmaker well first of all is Keir- soren kierkegaard is the most fucking scandinavian Swedish, yeah. name that you can come up with, it's not even remotely French. No. So I don't know why you thought he was French. I, I mean, I but don't know, Ben. I'll give you this. What? I will 100% back you on yes. on thinking that it's a filmmaker because that's a Swedish ass thing to do. Yeah. Even though this guy technically was not Swedish. Um. You fucking should have been. Well, that's why his native land actually fucking conquered Sweden for a second.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that yeah. But Sweden.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine Sweden? Um, oh, who's your big rival? Sweden. Oh, yeah, great. So we conquered them. All right, well, <laughs> yeah. well, I hope why do you hate them so much? Well, because there's so much like us. Yeah, yeah. Oh. they are tall, blonde, blue-eyed, white people. Yeah. Why do we, we hate them? them? They're next door. Yeah, that's why. And we're not happy about it. These are the most Aryan fucks of all time. Yeah, and we're actually chiller than the Germans, surprisingly. One quick story. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Quick story about the Danes, which is who uh, Soren Kierkegaard is from. He's yeah. from Denmark. He's from Copenhagen. <laughs> I, I think is how you pronounce that. Who fucking knows? Like for, except for Danish people, obviously. Well, for, yeah, there's probably an entire nation. Yeah. It's probably, oh, it's like, it's, I world. think it's like Kerbenhagen or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's probably not right at all. <laughs> Mortar finger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they were pretty chill during World War II. Actually, the king of Denmark. So, okay, this is actually a pretty cool story. Um, is it? I think so. What's I the mean, story about? If you don't think it's cool, then you're an anti Semite. Uh, hmm. when the Nazis... This doesn't sound very cool. When the Nazis... <laughs> uh, The Nazis invaded Denmark. Yes. And then... By but, the way, shame on you. To who? The Nazis. Well, yeah, okay, yes. Thank you, <laughs> Pat, for that controversial yeah, fucking... You guys got some real... <laughs> That's so provocative of they you. They got some growing up to do. Yeah. <laughs> so the Nazis, <clears throat> Hitler, right? Adolf The Hitler. Aryans... Adolf Hitler thought that the Aryans were the master race. Sure. And he thought that the Scandinavians, the Nordic peoples, uh-huh. like people in Denmark, Sweden, Norway, were equally Aryan as German people. He thought of them as brothers, basically. <laughs> well, that's decent of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's but, nice of me to say. It's, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right. But I you mean, guys are cool. Yeah, you Okay, guys are cool. don't. You don't need to say that to us. <laughs> yes. No, right.
1: And that's how most of them responded. Kinda. They are like, hey, no, 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 that's cool. We don't want to be your yeah, friend, We don't want to do that. Right. So, But anyway, he conquered them anyway. And he's like, friends, like, you know, forcibly hugged them. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, all right, like kind of trying to, like, shrink away. Um, But uh, so Denmark had a king at the time. And Hitler said, hey, by the way, you guys are cool, right? So you're going to give us your Jews, right? Hand us over your Jews. Oh, no. And the king of Denmark was like, well, no, they're Danish citizens. We're not going to do that. And Hitler got really mad, and he goes, all right, well, you have to at least force all the Jews to wear armbands with the Jewish star of David on it okay. so we can identify them. At the very least. At the very least, the you least can you do can this. Do. Say, don't be a dick, be a dude. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Do man. this for us. <laughs> Bros so, before Jews. Jews. <laughs> oh, Bros no. I, Jews?
2: That cannot be a tagline for the show. Bros before Jews? That can't be a thing. Why did you say it then? Because I, I thought it was funny, but as I was saying it, I was like, "Oh no!" Okay, okay,
1: okay. I probably okay. shouldn't finish this. Then you
2: finished it, <laughs> bros before Jews.
1: Okay, so okay, this is the least productive thing I've ever done in my life. I, I know. This episode, <laughs> proud boy Pat Dean, everybody. No,
2: not so proud these days, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, what can you
1: do? So here's what so here's what the King of Denmark did. He d- he pulled this fucking move. He. <clears throat> Said, all right, fine, we'll make sure that, like, all Jewish citizens of Denmark wear uh, a armband with the Star of David on it. Okay. And then he secretly put out this pronouncement that says all Danish citizens have to wear, uh, I, like, I am your king and you all have to wear a Jewish Star of David. Oh, wow, really? Right, yeah. And so Real king I
2: Spartacus. Of, kind of.
1: Yeah, and so, so the king of Denmark got on his fucking horse and started riding around Copenhagen. With a with an armband with <laughs> a Jewish star of David on it, insane to think about a, a king on a horse quote.
2: in like the forties.
1: Yeah, it's well, weird. yeah. So it's it's pretty crazy. But anyway, the crazier part was that he he like he not forced, I would say, but he basically was like, "Hey, as your king, I'm telling you, fellow Danes, to wear an armband with a Jewish star of David on it in solidarity with our our Jewish, you know, brethren." who are also citizens of denmark Hmm. so everyone in denmark was wearing this fucking uh armband with the jewish star of david on it and (laughs) and hitler got real mad yeah and he was like well fuck like we can't tell the jews apart and then (laughs) um motherfucking king of denmark was like that's the point bitch that's the joke that's pretty tight yeah it's pretty it's pretty tight but also like how i
2: mean we're talking like what like 17 what can't be that many jewish people in
1: in denmark not anymore
2: yeah. did they get
1: oh yeah they still got holocausted oh okay yeah yeah no, well never oh okay well. yeah there's no happy ending. No, i take there. it back then <laughs> lyndon johnson's family was they were weird yeah yeah Actually, they we should probably no. talk about that at some point in the patreon episode by the way oh, okay this is a perfect opportunity to bring up our patreon episodes. yeah because
2: we've we've done nothing in this episode
1: nothing we at least should bring this up Okay, yeah, sure. Well, okay. <laughs> what a weird saying. uh advertisement this is. Well, the first
2: half hour is we talked about the Holocaust. <laughs> Do you wanna pay us five bucks?
1: Oh, is that funny?
2: It's <laughs> just funny to be like to be like, hey, we're just we're, we're not getting like I'm building a fucking narrative
1: anything. here, dude. Just chill out. I'm chill. No, you're not. I'm a chill guy. You're <laughs> no, the only you guy who makes
2: me fucking angry. I make you unchill. You make me unchill. <laughs> Dude, when am I unchill around
1: anyone else we hang out with? Listen, you're gonna get way less chill after you hear about this guy. All right, Soren Kierkegaard. A little bit of bio. All right. Sure. 1813, man, to 1855. Dude died at 42. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. You know what's weird? Every time someone's
2: like, "Oh yeah, this guy, he died at uh, age, you know, 42. Mm-hmm. Sad to die so young. Yeah." I'm like, but those guys are so old.
1: 42-year-olds? <laughs> kind of old. 42 not, years? Not really. That's almost 50, that's almost half a century. That's less than 10 years away for you. Well, that's why I'm kind of happy about it.
2: <laughs>
1: Finally, why? Because you, you want to be dead at that yeah, point? I just get some, just be in the ground. Well, you know what? This what? kind of relates a little bit to the topic. Okay. All right, because there is a bit of relief with death, right? Because yeah. it puts to rest a, a lot of a lot of pain that goes with living
2: tell me about it brother
1: <laughs> the pain well, of life you're looking at
2: the pain of life well, right what's now.
1: your experience with that the pain of life uh, yeah do you live with a lot of regrets would you say
2: um kind no not really I mean there's no, no there's I mean I of course everyone has you know one or two regrets but yeah. uh no i I don't live my life like uh like that now i don't, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't have that many honestly most of my regrets have to do with like sexuality (laughs) what do you mean we're like i'll look back on something and i'll go like like two years later something will pop in my mind and i'll go like oh i think that person wanted to have sex with me
1: oh okay yeah yeah.
2: and i go oh i didn't pick up on that
1: well i mean all my regrets are that everything else whatever okay fine that's fine that's still a regret i mean when you dwell on that that's painful right
2: yeah Yeah. Life is like life is mostly I feel like the best way to describe life is that like you're in a room and there's four walls Uh and uh, every day you get bigger, but the walls get closer. So uh, your your oxygen is cut off and uh, eventually you're slowly crushed to death by the room itself. Uh, However, every once in a while, you get a good meal and you get your D.S. That's what life is.
0: This is good meals
2: and getting
1: your D.S. So that is such a distressing analogy for life. Well, I am so I am so upset now. Well, I mean,
2: (laughs) what's your definition of life?
1: No, it's probably that. I mean, like, that's what's to death. That's so that's what's distressing about it. Is that how accurate you just put it? Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking
2: insane. Where did you come up with that? What's crazy is that, like, the older you get and the bigger you get, the the, the the more your body breaks down, the worse your body becomes. So not only are you crushed to death by this room, you're crushed to death in a body you never thought was possible,
1: and then you die. <laughs> what do you mean never thought was possible? You just wake like up, not what you expected. You just do something and you not go. What you wanted it to be?
2: Yeah, you do something and you go. Oh, I guess it hurts when I do that. Now, all right. Well, I guess I just won't do Jesus that. Is When's the last time you ran?
1: I'll tell you the last time I ran it was actually to... you ran so far away no no, no to make to make it to my plane to get back here that's the last time I fucking
2: yeah me yeah. too really The last time I ran was to was to make my flight from Denver yeah. Colorado yeah that's that's heard what of
1: I've, it I've heard of I've heard of the city of Denver yes Ooh. <laughs> oh, Mr big man Mr yeah. fucking uh, worldly over here it's not even it's in the same fucking country back. okay, what are we talking about okay so I last time I ran was I was running to my gate. I swear to God, this is true too. This is so pathetic. Uh, also, I quit smoking like like maybe a month ago. So I am a hero. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but judging
2: by this episode, maybe we should start again. I think I will. Uh, so much stress recording this. Just, I'm sweating. We have to, we turned
1: the air conditioning off. So that this dude, oh, this isn't even the half of it too because we're, it's gonna get so stressful in a second. Okay. Okay, this is going to, you're going to hate this episode probably. <laughs> I've hated <laughs> it so episode. far. I haven't even talked about the topic. Okay, okay, okay. Um, l- Real quick, so me, i so I ran to my fucking flight. Yes. Photo finish. It was awesome, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like, uh, like Chariots of Fire type of scenario, right? I made it just in time. They're about to close the gate. <clears throat> but I had ran so far. I ran so far away. Sure. That. um, You got one. When I got there and I was like, I like showed him my boarding pass. I made it through. I was like. Kind of waiting in line in that little, you know, that corridor that they send you through. Sure. You know, from the gate to the plane. Yeah. Um, I was sitting there and I was like kind of like desperately trying to hide my dry heaving. Oh, dude. Because yeah. Because I was like about to puke. Yeah. Because I ran so far.
2: <laughs> you ran so far and so fast. Yeah. You push your body to its so breaking So I'm sitting point. there
1: going like. Ugh, yeah. Ugh, like that. Like trying to cover my mouth. Like. Gross. Yeah. I was like about to throw up. Oh, my God. That's how out of shape I am. Yeah. Yeah, so my body can't do that anymore. <laughs>
2: I mean, what what is left for us I'm to do? There's it's, nothing I'm left not from that old. <laughs> nothing left for us to do.
1: Yeah, nothing. Okay. So let's get back to this guy, Soren Kierkegaard. Oh yeah. Who talks about
2: this. I thought we were be- talking about our defeated bodies.
1: Uh, yeah, our defeated bodies, our defeated minds, our defeated our souls. Time ravaged yeah. hearts. So that's sort of that's sort of the issue here. So Soren Kierkegaard is considered the father of say it with me. Existentialism.
2: I can say the last part. (laughs) Say it again. Existentialism.
1: There you go. You got it. Okay, good. Uh, Now, I'll give you the full dollar now. Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to spend it immediately. All right. Soren Kierkegaard... I I don't know on what. Dollar doesn't buy you shit. Uh, (laughs) All right. Soren Kierkegaard was born in Copenhagen, uh, Denmark, in 1813. Died in 1855. All right. He... Was um, the son of a somewhat well-off uh, civil servant uh, in in Denmark. He pursued a first of all he was one of eleven children, two of which survived. <laughs> oh my God! That's what? Was- so nine of his brothers and sisters died in infancy. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. So there's that, and these and they were like upper middle class
2: what so happened that's so fucking terri- Why do know, they die f- you know
1: <laughs> being too weak for the world I guess
2: yeah I guess so I don't know I
1: mean like <clears throat> I'm not gonna get into the actual medical details because I don't think it's <clears throat> that interesting yeah you're also but... not
2: qualified to diagnose anyone
1: no I'm not yeah. I never said I was no,
2: no.
1: <laughs> sort of implied okay. but here's the thing <clears throat> he uh, was he's considered the father of existentialism <laughs> He started his career as basically an academic who was also pursuing um, his studies to become a pastor, basically, uh, for the Lutheran Church, which is like the state church of Denmark at the time. So all these like North European countries like Germany, uh, uh, Denmark, Sweden, all of them, they were like Lutheran. That was their state religion at Mm -hmm. the time. this is sort of important to consider historically for, you know, for his context, Lutheranism as the state church was sort of like enmeshed with the government and the civil service there. Like there was no separation of church and state. They were all sort of part of the same thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so him pursuing this career, trying to become a pastor and a theologian in the Lutheran church was almost like a government position. And he developed a very, very serious distaste for it. Because he saw how a state church and, you know, how that's propagandized uh, leads people to this sort of mediocrity and thought. They figure they don't have to think about these deep issues of like, what is God? What is my role in the universe? What is all this shit? If they just join the church. What's the deal? What's the deal with the Bible? What's the deal with the triune God? What's the deal with salvation? Wow. Religi- I mean, Religious Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. Religious Jerry Seinfeld, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome Seinfeld. Um. Jerome?
0: <laughs>
1: they always called him Jerome on that show. Yeah. This so is funny. <laughs> what a funny show that was. It was, a, it was a pretty funny show. Anyway, so he saw how a lot of people... And you see this with a lot of religious people these days, too. Uh, People who don't think too much about what they believe. They're just spoon-fed it. And you have the people who, like, rebel against it, and then they become those, like, college atheists who are, like, the worst, and you don't invite them to parties. Sure. But then it also leads to the people who... (laughs) Are equally terrible
2: Did you invite Brian? No He's an atheist <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, don't want him at my party that, what? I'm ben.
1: <laughs> Only God No I was men. Brian I was Brian in college I was the one who was like You know there is no God And they're <laughs> like <laughs> They're like, no one gives a shit. Ben walks
2: into a New Year's Eve party. First thing he says, you know there's no God, right? All right, well, happy
1: New Year, Ben. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's like, okay, we weren't we never mentioned it. Where's the beer? (laughs) I'm Ben. I'm Ben. There is no God. I'm college Ben,
2: and there's no God, and I love parties. College Ben. College Ben. (laughs) The worst character
1: we've ever done on the show. Yeah. Um. um. I can't have class. What did you say? I oh, I can't. I have class. Yeah. <laughs> this is my approach to you <laughs> in college. That sucks dick, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not very good. Okay, okay.
2: So... The thing that I think is very interesting what? with religious people... Okay? okay, what? So, it's like you talk to somebody, right? And they're like, yeah, I'm like a...
1: I'm like a mad Christian or whatever. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, yo, I'm mad Christian, Sean.
2: But, like, they, like, live with their, like, girlfriend. Okay, yeah. they... they
1: f and s yeah and it's like hey, sds yeah the sds yeah they f in the a the f in the A. well and yeah B. maybe you know yeah. there are
2: some uh brazilian women who apparently what they do is in order to remain a virgin <laughs> uh, for their wedding they just get f in the a so is that something but anyway my point is that it's so just my, interesting my girlfriend to me
1: has a story about this girl who she knew who <laughs> did who that a christian who uh <laughs> who doesn't or who didn't, like, she was a Christian, so she, like, you know, uh, valued her virginity, quote-unquote. I'm doing air quotes. Sure. So she and her boyfriend just effed in the A all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so that is just, so insane. Yeah, so they just effed in the A because that didn't count. That is insane. Which is so, it's, it, yeah, it's insane. And this is actually kind of a result of this thing that's, that Kierkegaard discovered, which is that... That being in
2: the A doesn't count.
1: Kind of, yeah. Because people take this legalistic interpretation of what's right and what's wrong based on what these like clerics are telling you, what the Bible is telling you, saying, "Hey, these this is the rule book. Follow the rule book. You can if you find loopholes, good for you." Uh, it's and weird, yeah. It's all yeah, loopholes. You don't have to think about who you are as a person. You don't have to think about what it means to have a connection with the transcendent God. You can just follow these rules, and and that and that's your ticket to heaven. Let me ask you this. And you don't have to develop yourself personally. Yeah, it's
2: it's just so strange. you don't have
1: to think about the difficult questions. <laughs> you don't have to consider that maybe being effed in the A doesn't fucking count. Like it's you it like you're not Yeah, <laughs> of, course it, it of course it does. In the A, in the A. Listen, first of all, it is I'm sorry, I'm going to sound old-fashioned here, but it is not meant for D. <laughs> oh, no! The way a P is. <laughs> you know, not biologically, anyway. Sure. If that's your thing, that's fine. But don't pretend that it doesn't fucking count and you're still a virgin, because you're not a virgin. Yeah, you're just a sicko. Yeah. A you sicko. might be a virgin, but you're you're effed in the
2: head. No, you're not a virgin.
1: Whatever, I'm not gonna get into this. But I just remember
2: re- reading this about <laughs> these Brazilian teenagers, and I was like, "What is happening in Brazil? Like, why is this happening there?" I don't know. I don't know either. If we have any listeners in Brazil currently getting effed in the a, please let us know what your deal is.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please, please, if you're a Brazilian listener getting effed in the a, <laughs> tweet at I learn nothing, <laughs> and tell us what your fucking deal is. 18 and up only. I, yeah. I don't want to get. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes, any... yes, yes. 18 and up only. We I mean, I can't not... imagine
2: there's a 16 year old Brazilian girl listening to this right now getting F'd in the A. I think I. We should probably. I don't know, man. It's a wide world. <laughs> they as love as wide it, as dude. <laughs> Did we ever talk about Tony Bananas? I mean, we've mentioned him. Did before. Did we say why his name is Tony Bananas? Oh, I don't. Th- Think on this podcast. Tony Bananas is a, is a dear friend. Uh, we gave him dear friend. He's a good dude. We gave him the uh, he's not a good dude. Oh, we well, gave okay. him <laughs> uh, a dear friend who fucking sucks. Uh, but we we gave him the nickname Tony Bananas. His name isn't Tony. But we gave him the name Tony Bananas because there's another guy who had his name on a road trip we were taking mm-hmm. to a funeral. And so we had to give him a different name. And so we called him Tony Bananas because one time he told us a story about when he lived in Brazil, he J.O. with a banana peel. Yeah. And we were like, that is disgusting. And that's your nickname.
1: I guess. I mean, it is disgusting. Dude, there's but... all kinds of
2: stuff happening down there. There's bananas being goosed. There's Brazilian teens running around. I mean, it's a crazy place, apparently. Yeah. And apparently they just And like, the biggest jungle in the world. I think they just elected like a. Uh, oh, yeah. Trump hard right fascist. Yeah. 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 <sighs> so maybe that, that A is going to stop. Or, or pick up. Or it's just getting yeah, started. Or it's just getting started. <laughs> 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 all right.
1: So what about this fucking Swedish guy? All right. All right. So he's Danish, but it's fine. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Don't matter. <laughs> that's, yeah, I'm not. That's asking too much for you to remember the difference between Denmark and Sweden. Hey, the country um, of
2: Denmark, do something about it. I fucking dare you. They fucking I did. dare they you. They invaded Sweden. <laughs> no, well, yeah, do something about it, bitch. Come here. Come to Main Road. I'll Meet me at the R B. Okay. If, right, you're if you're Danish and you <laughs> want to defend your country, come to the RBM Food Mart the Friday that this comes out at 3.30 in the afternoon, and I'll kick your ass. Yeah
1: or the Sunday or Monday that it comes out who knows but anyway. yeah I'll, just, I'll i just i'm just banking on me being at rbm food mart okay the whole oh, weekend you'll be you'll be at rbm food mart no matter what i'll be there you have a you have an office there Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay well okay so here's here's the the problem with this with this swedish prick what is the problem Danish. then yeah he yeah, is not a problem oh, well actually he has several problems but That's what led to his philosophy, which made him very uh, influential in the existentialist movement. Um, A little historical context real quick. He is considered the father of existentialism, but A, he wouldn't call himself an existentialist because the term existentialist didn't uh, exist until around the 1950s, well after he fucking died. So he, he... was not, in fact, an existentialist, and that term did not exist at the time. So there's that. Why not? Because I I just fucking explained it. I literally just got through that. No, I know. (laughs) But, okay. But his ideas lend themselves very, very seamlessly to existentialism. Basically, the ideas that he's dealing with are what makes your life... Your inner life authentic. What makes your choices authentic? You know, what makes you an authentic individual as of, as opposed to a fake individual? You know, right? I'm not into- entirely certain. Okay, yeah, that's what we're trying to work on oh, here. Okay. okay. just thought you were asking me a question. No. Me? <laughs> Excuse me for breathing. Well, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> now <clears throat> the other thing that he deals with is uh, how much of a double-edged sword freedom is, Uh, like freedom of choice, freedom of who you want to be, right? How you determine your own path in life. He kind of takes it as a given, not only that we have free will, but he is sort of on the fence initially on whether or not having free will is a good thing at all. Because he says that Having the ability to make a free choice at any given point is a bit of a blessing and a curse uh, because it leads to anxiety. It leads to despair. Oh, no. It, le- it leads to uh, losing yourself. The
2: word dis- despair is so funny. Okay. Despair. Like, it's just what's wrong? I'm despairing.
1: It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm despairing. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dude. <laughs> All right, buddy. Okay. So he wrote this book. So, Kierkegaard wrote this book called... First of all, Kierkegaard is Danish for churchyard, which is synonymous with graveyard. So, basically, this guy's last name is Graveyard. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. My name's Peter Graveyard. Well, there's Peter Graves. Yeah. The actor. You said the same thing when we talked about him in the existentialism episode. I'm Peter Graves. Yeah. Hi, I'm Soren Graveyard. Graveyard. There's like six A's What do you (laughs) (laughs) think? What do
2: you think? Uh... He's buried in a fucking graveyard. Graveyard.
1: <laughs> That's how... Hi, I'm Saren Kierkegaard. <laughs> <laughs> um, which way is the fucking graveyard? Where's the fucking graveyard? And uh, do they have any skinny readers there? <laughs> Me and my boyfriend are going to make out at the fucking graveyard.
2: So when I worked at Barnes & Noble, those Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Handler books were very uh, very popular. They, they sold
1: a lot of books. Yeah. Are you there? Vodka or whatever the uh, Are you there? God is me. Vodka, I yeah, think yeah, something like that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. She had, she Some has a bullshit. few of them.
2: It's something like I don't know. Yeah. But um, she here's my impression of every woman who came to Barnes and Noble, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, circa 2008, okay, 2009.
1: Uh, well, Nine was that 2009?
2: Or? No, I think it was just 2008, 2000. Okay, circa 2007, 2008. Yeah, here's sure. is my impression of every woman mm-hmm. who came into that bo- uh, Barnes and Noble, Bonnell Mall call the and ask me <laughs> about the Chelsea Handler book and where okay. it is. <clears throat> do you have that
1: Chelsea Handler Bach?
2: Give <laughs> me you know that Bach. Do
1: you have that Bach? Wait, I, do, is there, I, do that, like, I do the I the Chelsea Handler Bach. So are they in Bach like like the beer like the style of beer a Bach. That's how they pronounce it Bach. Yeah, I it need that bad. Bach. Do you have that Bach? Do you have that Chelsea Handler Bach? <laughs> What about what about Kierkegaard? Did I ever tell you that story
2: <laughs> about that, that lady who never received her book? Yeah, no. <laughs> so I'm at the register, right? Uh-huh. Killing it. Yeah, right. And uh, these these two... Just uh, owning house. These two goyles come up, uh-huh. and they were like... Uh, saying so it's like, oh, you know, I never received my... Uh, I ordered a book. Mm-hmm. i like, all right. And so I looked it up in our system, and I don't know what happened. Okay. Her order's just gone. I'm like, what's the okay. book called? Like, we I can just order it for you again. Sorry, I'll make sure it happens. What is a... <laughs> what's the? What's book called? And um, she got like really embarrassed, and she was like, Oh, uh, it's called um, um, blow him away, I think. And I was like, <laughs> All right. And it was a it was a book about how to give dome, I guess. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> and that was the wrong book. So I had to I had to l- like list all of the the blowjob books that we could order and she was mortified
1: yeah and yeah,
2: yeah. i was perfectly calm and professional and mm-hmm. her friend was a dying laughing
1: and... <laughs> she brought a friend
2: yeah she was there was a witness to this
1: <laughs> why did she bring
2: a friend i don't know i guess she probably she probably just thought like oh the order's there or you can just reorder i don't know they're probably just walking past okay but I don't know. This lady apparently had to learn it really
1: quickly. God, I would be so happy if I were her friend. I it was, was just like, it was amazing. Awesome. It was so
2: funny. And then I, and then I was just like, oh, okay. And then I ordered four.
1: Do you remember any of the titles? Any of the other titles? No, I, I have no idea. Okay. But
2: it was so long ago. But like, and then she walked away, and I was like, yeah, good luck. <laughs> Also, it's
1: not that hard. Yeah, (laughs) that's another another one of the.
0: (laughs) The
2: name of the book is called "Look, ladies." It's not that hard. It's It's a three-page book. (laughs) One of the pages is the credits. So it's just <laughs> yeah. two pages of instruction. It's
1: just the sequel is called now it is. <laughs> now nah, man, you know, it's like I've said this before. I we should do we should do a spinoff podcast where it's us giving sex advice. Yeah.
2: And we should just give our advice, do no research at all. We'll answer questions. We'll do what?
1: Oh, it like a, like how to please your man kinda? Yeah, how to please your man. You know what it should be called? What? Dome improvement. <laughs> <laughs> Pat just walked away from the mic (laughs)
0: this
1: is episode 71 soren kierkegaard (laughs) no it's not anything but a sad dane
2: Okay, man, this is this is the worst jumping on point for this podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if this is the first episode you're listening to?
1: I don't know, man. I think this is fucking rad as hell. All
2: right, guys, look. If you want sex advice, how to please your man, it's just for the ladies or for yeah. the fellows who are into fellows. Big yeah. deal. For, so,
1: sex advice for the ladies and fellows who like fellows. Yeah.
2: There. You yeah. Go. Yeah. There we go. I think that's okay. Okay. So, yeah. uh, it's called Dome Improvement, and. <laughs> If you message us on uh, what? How 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 do they send their questions in? And how to please their man? <laughs> you know what? This Let's is gonna go. rule.
1: Let's start with, until I make up, uh, its own page, I guess. Dome I make, improvement. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can make a dome improvement Facebook page. But for now, uh uh, uh, uh the I learn nothing Facebook page will field these questions. Yeah. temporarily <laughs> until we set up a our Our spinoff podcast, Dome Improvements, a sex advice. Ladies and fellows who, who like, like fellas, fellas. <laughs> this is so terrible.
2: Okay,
1: <coughs> dome improvement. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> to get back, we we'll have to hold on. I have to focus. <laughs> um, all right, so Soren Kierkegaard. Oh, yeah, this guy. That, yeah, remember, <laughs> remember him. Uh, this Danish fuck, uh, he. Okay, here's one thing from his life that's pretty funny. He uh it's not funny uh, cuz it uh, really affected him.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
1: he uh so first of all, he was he really loved his dad and then his dad died. So he got really depressed about that. Um but with his father's death, he resolved to pursue his career as a <laughs> clergyman, but he hated uh what he saw to be the spiritual medi- mediocrity that he saw with people who followed the Um the just followed their cue from the church and what like church elders told them to think. Right. Sure. They interpreted the Bible for them, basically, which is weirdly anti-Protestant for a Protestant denomination, right? Because the whole point of Protestantism was how much they hated priests, uh, you know, these idolos fucking telling them, you know, how to interpret the Bible and shit. They said, no, read the Bible for yourself. But very quickly that devolved into A lot of people just being lazy, being like, well, we're not going to read this fucking shit. Who is saying this? I mean, most people. Everybody. Yeah. The common people. We're just like. The commoners. The commoners. We're were like, hey, you know. So Protestantism started with basically like, hey, read the Bible for yourself. Interpret it for yourself. Don't listen to these Italians. You know, (laughs) like think for yourself. Right. Please don't do that. Yeah, listen right. to me. Uh. Yeah, they're like, listen to me. Uh, hey, uh, oh, I, <laughs> we take care of you or you take care of us. Uh, hey, uh, you know, and they're just like peeling billfolds, um, <laughs> you know, while they're waiting for their mom to be done with her laundry. And uh, <laughs>
2: here's, how, here's how you worship God. Also, you know, my mother is the most beautiful woman most in the world. most beautiful
1: woman. If you say be-
2: anything about my mother, I will kill yeah. you.
1: My sister, she's such a whore. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> my what did the you whole... say about my sister <laughs> okay but so the Germans were all like what the <laughs> fuck are you guys talking about <laughs> and that's when Martin Luther like, Dude, stop talking was like, about you your talking mother your sister. this is so uncomfortable look I know <laughs> we're Nazis this is really weird yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> no and then the Italians were like no it's okay we'll link up in about uh, 500 years <laughs> we'll make a weird alliance with the Japanese of all people. Um, but what was uh, that about? I don't know. That was weird. <laughs> I just remember, he's like, hey, we're white supremacists. Let's team up with Asians. Yeah, I remember reading an <laughs> Onion article, yeah, yeah. Our Dumb
2: Century, where it's like, Japanese unite with white supremacists in well-thought-out
1: move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, that's a totally different thing. <clears throat> But anyway, so Northern Europeans, like Germans, uh, Danish, uh, Scandinavians, all them, they became Protestant, mostly Lutheran, and they were jumping on this bandwagon of like, hey, everyone should read the Bible for themselves, draw from it what you can yourself, blah, blah, blah. But that quickly devolved into these state churches, where in Denmark in particular... uh, There's something rotten in Denmark, Ben. Oh, so rotten, baby boy. Uh, Basically... A new church just developed. I mean, they, they call themselves Lutheran, but they centralized themselves. And, uh, you know, you had a career path if you wanted to be a a, a pastor there, or a clergyman, or whatever. Uh, you had dogma. You had doctrine. You know, people had uh, were told what to think, what to, what to believe. And a lot of people just ate that up because it was easy for them. They were just like, hey, I'm, I don't want to think about God. I don't want to think about what's right and wrong. I don't want to think about I don't want to make these like very difficult decisions about what I believe in. Sure. I just want to be told what to believe in. Because that's easy. They just got complacent basically. And Kierkegaard got very mad at this. He said that people are not taking responsibility for their own lives, for their own beliefs, for their own choices, right? Yeah. They're just leaving it up for basically in this case the state. To just say, "Hey, this is what's right. This is what's wrong."
2: And this is, and, and th- this this is these, how you should act. What these Danes didn't know is that, or didn't seem to care about. So there's a separation of church and
1: state in this goddamn country. In in this yes, back in our country, here. back yeah. me up here. Yeah, but that's the wrong country. They're they're not. They don't. They're they're. It's the wrong country. Bad. They're not paying attention. They're They're not paying attention to the Constitution. Yes, you're absolutely right. They're not paying attention to an incipient country across a fucking ocean from them that they don't give a shit about, nor should they. Why should they give a shit about us if they have their own thing going on? Well, I don't know.
2: It would be nice to be acknowledged. People died for it, dude.
1: What is the capital of Denmark? Copenhagen. Okay, fine, good. That's only because I mentioned it like ago. No, it's because I'm a smart, well read person. I'm not touching that. Um anyway. Kierkegaard's mad <laughs> that uh these people are, are, you know, not taking this seriously. In other words, this is sort of, he's sort of like me right now, and you're Denmark. <laughs> and he's getting really mad that you're not taking this seriously. Yeah, I'm listening. He's basically mad that you're on your phone right now. <laughs> well, I'm just looking at something, but I'm listening to what you're saying. Okay, but... I'm like you. <laughs> what do you mean?
2: I'm talking to you <laughs> right now. No, on. I know, but when Ben gets on his phone, it's impossible. Like, Ben, I'll be talking to Ben about something, and I'll be like, Oh, yeah, then, this, then we should do this then, and... Maybe well, it's not this, and Ben is like looking at his phone, he's like, oh, uh, and he puts his hand up like one sec. No, I don't. No, I don't. And then you and, and you're like That's oh. not true at all. But when you're on your phone, it is like you are in a howling black void <laughs> and nothing gets through to you.
1: There's That's no, not true. No, that is true. You on your <laughs> phone,
2: I can I can multitask
1: that shit, baby, but you cannot. Okay, fine, whatever. It's true. Fine, I'll give it to you, all right? That's not the point right now. What The point, Ben, is that,
2: like I said, there is a separation of church and state, and... There isn't, though. Not in Denmark at this time. Yeah, but in America. Okay. America first, baby. Uh, uh, maybe not paying attention to the news lately, but it's all about America first.
1: Anyway, <laughs> Kierkegaard is mad at this. No. And here's what he's really mad about. What? he's he's mad that people are just <clears throat> essentially eschewing their individuality and leaving it up to society to define them right and he says that this is not this is a cop out he's basically saying this is a huge cop out yeah and people still do this all the time everyone does this right we do it in our day-to-day lives it's really hard really really hard not to do right uh where Every single decision that we make, every choice that we make, all of our beliefs, all of our – not all of them, but, like, most of our beliefs, most of our actions, most of our behavior is determined by outside factors that just sort of tell us, hey, this is how you should think, this is what you should buy. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Right. this is how we do it 1831
2: no we are not sweden
1: yeah it's not in sweden this is
2: denmark that's what i said it's in the song this is how we do it a lot of people don't know yeah. that this it's is how we do sunday it sunday morning <coughs> right this is how we do it a lot of people don't know this it has a sample of a. Yeah, uh, this
1: is how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it
2: samples a Slick Rick song, um, and it's based on a Danish folk song.
1: A lot of people don't know that. Right? Is it the one that's in Fargo? That Fargo this song. This is how we do it. It's called. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: that's...
1: Isn't that weird? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> That'd be funny. If that that you know what you know that song I'm talking about in Fargo. That, like, kind of violin-y, like, weird haunting. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know? That song's called This Is How We Do It. (laughs) I want that song to play at my funeral, (laughs) This Is How We Do It, Mr. Lundegaard. (laughs) I want to be
2: lowered into my grave as This Is How We Do It
0: plays.
2: (laughs) And everyone is sitting there, and they're either choking back laughter or so mad.
1: Okay, (laughs) I'm going to call this out. Can someone please... Please, like, record or animate or something. What? Uh, like a sequence or a skit of Pat's funeral being lowered into the ground with... This, this is, is how we do it. it. <laughs> Boom. Sometimes at
2: the, at the, Vel, the Velveeta Room, uh, 521 <laughs> <laughs> East 6th Street, celebrating 30, 30 years of un- live, uncensored stand-up comedy. Um, <coughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes at the valve uh, to to open up a show, mm-hmm. I'll play "This Is How We Do It" as I'm making like announcements, mm-hmm. and like no one—I don't think anyone gets like the comics laugh, but I don't think like the crowd gets that I'm being ironic. They're just like, oh yeah, it's like they're just like grooving. So, like this well, song it's rules. A kind
1: of a good song. I think it sucks. Really? I, <laughs> I think like it
2: is the silliest song. <laughs> it sucks. And well, like, I mean, it bumps, dude. It's but it's, it's cheesy. <laughs> it's a cheesy song. So I just wanted to start it off, and then I go, "Hey, everybody, welcome to the Velvet <laughs> Room," and I'm just playing. This is how we do it. But like, they don't get it. They're like, "Oh, we just genuinely enjoy this." I'm like, "Oh, you're right. Your lives haven't been ruined by decades
1: of uh, irony and, yeah, and self-deprecation." And hey, irony. Getting back on topic. Thank you ironing. So no, not ironing. Did you say ironing? No. God, thank god. Okay. So Kierkegaard uses irony as a device a lot. And what he uses it for is basically he he makes we got to like cram a lot of philosophy in here. Yeah, we have 5 we, minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hopeless. Um <laughs> another failed experiment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is 71 failed experiments. Um okay. He uses irony to kind of draw out this error that a lot of people are living under, which is that they that they can just live their lives without thinking about who they are. <clears throat> so he comes up with a lot of these uh, proto concepts that define existentialism later. Yes, like, which is f- this idea of the freedom of choice, of authenticity, of bad faith, of um. You know, what it means to be who you are, but more importantly, what it means to become who you should be okay, or who you who you, in fact, will be. Right. Uh, And he says that this sort of process is a lot more trying and a lot more uh, difficult than people will have you believe he's. So, A, here's one thing I'm going to mention real quick. He's responding to a very prevalent Uh, school of thought in in european philosophy at the time which is run by this dude who we've mentioned briefly before in the marx episode yeah this guy who basically defined german idealism his name is george wilhelm friedrich hegel uh hegel is what he's mostly known by yeah this guy basically thinks that uh history and all of reality basically and god itself uh, proceeds through history in this inevitable, necessary uh, process of mind identifying itself as its own mind, which is a crazy thing to say. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's a very nuts thing. But basically, it kind of steamrolls the idea of individual thought and individual choice. Okay. Mm-hmm and Kierkegaard fucking hated this. He fucking hated this. So this is fu- this sucks. Basically. So hey. This sucks up. Uh. This this sucks. This sucks a hard, right? And hard is spelled with It's spelled h. A A A A A A R D. This sucks a hard. Okay. Why do you think they talk like that? I don't know because they're holding a fucking very hot boiled egg in their mouth while I mean, they're trying to do? speak English. What that's what that's what Swedish sounds like. But anyway. <laughs>
2: hot egg in their mouth.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They've just boiled an egg. They popped it in their mouth and they're trying to talk English <laughs> through it. Everything hurts. Yeah, everything very hurts very hard. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Anyone who's Scandinavian who's listened to this is probably so, so mad. Well, again, meet me at the RBM Food <laughs> yeah. Mart if you have a
2: problem. I'll kick you know your what? ass. I'll be
1: there too. Oh, ba- I got that in my corner? Bring a friend. Bring a friend. <laughs> yeah.
2: I will, we will beat up any Scandinavian there. Look, if you're a Scandinavian and you're upset about our treatment of your wonderful, beautiful culture that's been around <laughs> for hundreds of years, yet I can't name a single thing about your pop culture,
1: yeah. uh, if you are pissed about this. Oh, no, I think they. What I don't think they've ever done. What have they ever done? I think Denmark is where that band comes from that did that song, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Oh, really? I think that's where they're from. Well, you know what? Maybe. Then I take it back.
2: Okay, anyway. But anyway, yeah, come to RBM Food Mart at 3.30 and we'll kick your ass. Bring a friend, 3.30 any day.
1: We'll be there. (laughs) Waiting. You (laughs) can
2: tell it's us because I'll wear uh, a shirt that says Pat and Ben will wear a shirt that says Bin. Yeah. (laughs) B-I-N. That's how everyone in Texas says your name. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> fucking ignorant hicks. Hey Ben. Um, yeah. Okay, so let, we gotta wrap this up. So, <laughs> uh, so a- as a uh, as the father of existentialism, basically one of the main things that he that he comes up with is, uh, he says that we're condemned to be free. One of the things that that he comes up with, freedom is this double edged sword, which we mentioned before, that um, that is more haunting <laughs> than it is rewarding. Uh and that's part of the human condition is being free, right? Free to make our choices, uh, free to actualize uh a, an infinite number of possibilities. Self actualization. Actualization. That's what I said. Close. <laughs> okay. Words are hard, dude. I know. <clears throat> it's about to get way harder. All right. This is another book that this woman was probably looking for. Um <laughs> so okay. Also, you don't need a book to do that. No, you don't. Okay, I don't know.
2: This is this was two thousand seven. I th- I feel like now, you know, she probably felt uh, too embarrassed about it to do anything about it. But now, like
1: Pat, we gotta we gotta finish this. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> now <laughs> everyone's like a
2: like a crazed sex fiend. So it's like now it wouldn't matter.
1: No, yeah, everyone is everyone is a crazy. Everyone's f- a crazy. You've sex got these Brazilian teens doing well, even, the VA.
2: even beyond them, even those 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 lost souls in Brazil that we mentioned earlier. Like, at the whole culture is just sex. Everyone is just sexed out. We're obsessed with cucks. I mean, like, everything's weird. Cuck Nation, baby. Cuck Nation is a thing, and it's like, it's definitely, um, <laughs> look, I'm not.
1: No, you're distracting the fuck out of me right now. Okay, we well, I'm just saying this.
2: that our culture is sexed up.
1: Yes, it is sexed up. I'm not saying you know it's know a bad why it's thing. sexed up? Because what? it's a distraction. It's an easy distraction. I think it's kind of cool. It's fine, I guess. Like, it's fine if you mean it, if it's, like, a, a real way to actualize your personality. Yeah. Okay? But it often isn't. That's what this guy is saying. Sometimes
2: I actualize too quick.
1: I t- <laughs> Yeah. I fucking fault. hate you, dude. <laughs> it's dude. not my fault! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. So you actualize too quick. Okay? But and then I go,
2: don't worry, in-, in 10 minutes I'll actualize again.
1: Yeah. Um. There, there will be a potential again, and then I can actualize it. Well, also, sometimes my pants are still on actualize. I, I can't help it. <laughs> Stop saying actualize that way. A... Why? Stop saying actualize to mean coming. Well, that's <laughs> not what I meant. No, it is. I know Well, well you is. took that. I mean, talk about sex crazed. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm sex crazed. Sex crazed, Ben. Has <laughs> 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 made Pat spit out his beard. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, listen, listen, listen to me. <laughs> Just listen. I'm trying to. Don't talk. Listen. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) one of the main things that Kierkegaard is trying to get to is what makes a self a fully actualized self. Right? A fully coming self. Okay? A self who who comes. A self who comes. uh, Who comes for God, basically. Uh, here's 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 the thing you have to realize. The whole time, Kierkegaard is still very intensely religious. Sure. Okay? He... He is not an atheist. He believes that God is is there to anchor us in some way. And God anchors us in a very specific way. And here's how it works, okay? So there's the self, right? Uh, and he says, what makes the self? What What is the self composed of? Well, the self is basically this combination of the finite and the infinite. In a human being, anyway. And he says that this is what differentiates us from animals. Animals... Are essentially just matter. Humans are also matter, but there's also this other element that we have that animals don't have:
2: mind over matter.
1: Oh yeah, kind of. Doesn't actually. matter. Pay no mind. Right. D- don't do that right now. Just wait, please. Just wait. I'm tra- okay. okay. And and please don't do the just us thing. I swear. I swear <coughs> to you, I will fucking walk out of here if you do the just us thing. No, I don't know what that means. Okay. But um, animals basically act on instinct, right? They don't really choose to do the things that they do, at least from our perspective. Whereas from our perspective, our inner perspective, we feel that we have choice all the time, right? We got a if noise you... choice. We have a noise choice, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, you can choose to do something, right? Uh, and, like, right now you're about to pick up your beer. You just took a sip. You could have not done that, right? No,
2: I – no. <laughs> well, that's I'm right. Not you're hard. Irish. I forgot. Yeah, we have
1: problems. Uh, so...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have you tried just not
1: drinking? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've tried. I've tried. I've not succeeded, but tried. Hmm. Um, But theoretically, you can choose not to do the thing that you just did. Yeah, of course. So if theoretically the possibility exists, then that means that theoretically any possibility of choice exists for you. You could do anything else. You could not only not drink your beer, you could do literally anything else that you're capable of. You can walk out of here, you can get in your car, and you can drive off a cliff. Right. You can get out of here, and you can... Thought about it. Yeah. and Or you can uh, get off the mic right now, sit on the couch next to us, and start playing your banjo if you wanted to. Right? You can go into the bathroom and try to take a shit if you wanted to. Sure. You can do a lot of things. There's a lot of things you can do no well, thanks man right thank okay you're saying thanks but it's not a thankful it's not something you should be thankful for necessarily because when you're left with all these options you realize that you can pick any one of these but because you can pick any one of these you have this infinite number of options if you start thinking about it too much you become paralyzed you become paralyzed with anxiety about what should i choose yeah what is the right choice what sort of choice makes me a more actualized what noise. individual what makes you noise what would make me noise the correct choice yeah what what is the choice it's
2: like i always say the choice makes you noise and don't yeah. and don't say the word moist
1: okay sure people don't like it i know <laughs> just like yeah like if you, let's say you're a hungry boy right <laughs> you're a hungry boy yeah, you need I'm to make hungry. a choice which choice is the noisest choice okay <laughs> You're sitting in your car for 15 minutes You don't know what option to choose I don't know what to do You don't know what to do So what eventually makes you choose that option? The option that you end up choosing <sighs> What God. is it What is it that you end up choosing mostly? Drinking the, drinking the beer Drinking the beer Going to Snarf's, right? Going to How the hell do you know about that? I saw the wrapper in the fucking kitchen. Yeah, I also go there a lot. <laughs> um, you know, getting the taco from the taco place down the street. A choice of convenience, right? Is that a choice that really is authentic to you? Or is it a choice out of convenience? Then, are you defined by convenience? Are you hmm. nothing more interesting than a convenient choice? is pretty interesting. Are you nothing but... Are you not, are are you defined solely by choices? Well, I mean, I go that are the easiest for you. I think
2: for I think for a lot of people, yeah, for a lot of people, yes. For that's me, I go to true. RBM Food Mart every day. Yeah, sometimes multiple times a day, dude. Because they're do, across the street. I, I still do the drive same there. Thing
1: every single day, a lot. Billions of people, billions do, and billions and billions. billions and billions of people do the same thing every single day because it's easy. It's convenient. But here's the thing. Kierkegaard says we're defined by our choices, which means that billions and billions of people are defined by the easiest thing. Everyone who you meet is nothing but this husk that just makes its choices based off of what is easiest for me right now. What is the most convenient thing for me right now? And that's how they're defined. So that means that there's all these fucking zombies walking around just just receptacles for convenience. That's all they are. Would you be happy with yourself if that's how you're defined? No, I'd be pretty annoyed. I'd be pretty annoyed too. But then I but I'd be Everyone annoyed because
2: be annoyed. I I would know it was true.
1: Yeah, you'd know it was true. So what's the what's the antidote for that? What do you do instead?
2: Um, I guess you go out of your way to uh do unconvenient So you do something that's difficult to prove this guy
1: wrong. Right. So you you decide that you're going to define yourself based off of things that really make you happy, really make you authentic and and hopeful and whatever the fuck it is, whatever the fuck you want to say it is. Right. But what is that? What option is that? I don't know. You don't know. No one does. So you so you sit there in your car and you try to think of the choice that you would make. To make you happy or to make you fulfilled or authentic or whatever it is. And you think about that and you realize here's the fucking upkick of it. What? The upshot. That choice does not exist. You'll be just as disappointed with any choice you make. Because you have no idea what fucking choice it is that will fulfill you. Man. Okay. And that's what makes you desperate. Desperate. That's what, that's what fills you with despair. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you will never know what choice will actually fulfill you. And that's what makes you, what makes you different than animals. An animal doesn't have any choices because it acts on instinct. And therefore, the choice that it makes, uh, they don't think about it. They don't think about it. They don't have to think about it. When you ask it, how are you defined? If I asked him, look at, look at, look at this fucking idiot this imbecile
2: he fell asleep staring at the wall
1: yeah he's staring at the wall right now because that was interesting to him i guess but then at the same time it was boring enough to put him to sleep right <laughs> if we woke him up and we asked him hey tim why'd you do that yeah he wouldn't respond because he's a fucking cat I mean, He can't a speak fucking english moron yeah he's a moron no, yeah that our, our, the
2: cat i th- our listeners i don't know how if we really explained how big of an idiot this cat is he's
1: a he's an idiot here's here's the up kick though this what's this is what sucks about it's it it's a this brain is what, damaged cat this is what sucks about it what the difference between tim and us tim is happy
2: yeah tim, tim has the content. best life of anyone
1: tim is fulfilled yep because he doesn't have to think about his choices.
2: No, he just jumps on things and we have to
1: food. We have to think about our choices all the time. Meow for no reason, yeah. We try not to think about our choices a lot. And that's what makes people happy, quote unquote, but they're not really happy. They're distracting themselves from what's really going on. What's really going on is that we are all mired in despair because we have no idea what we're supposed to be and we will never know what we're supposed to be. Because we have freedom to choose. Because our freedom of choice crashes us into despair. Yikes. And that's the insight that that's Kierkegaard like discovered, basically. That this is what this is what human beings are. Look at him. Look, look, look. he just woke up. He just woke up and looked oh, himself. Yeah, stretch. Ah, oh, just stretch, you know. Oh. God damn I wish I could stretch like that. Yeah. Look at him. He's he's just gonna snuggle back down. He's gonna fall asleep in another two minutes. He
2: I looks so pissed.
1: He doesn't even look that pissed. <laughs> he looks furious. <laughs>
2: Sometimes I'll like I'll I'll sit, I'll sit around and uh, you know Ben I I don't do drugs. <laughs> and I'll be sitting around and I'll look at, over at the cat suddenly and he's just staring at me like with a pissed look on his face and I just wonder how long he's been looking at me while I'm not on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's Kierkegaard, I guess, right?
1: Well, or uh, real quick. Oh mu- God! Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> Kierkegaard basically says, "Yeah, we're we're de- we're the we're the only animals that have that, that have despair, that experience despair. That despair stems from the fact that we have unlimited choices at any given point in our life, and the only thing that solves it is death." <laughs> okay. So so he wrote so he wrote hold on. I know you think this is funny, but it's about to get funnier because oh no. because he wrote a book, yeah, called <laughs> so it's about what I just basically just like ran through in about yeah. 5 minutes. It's about how our freedom to choose things at any given point in life just doesn't really solve anything. It actually makes us like wallow in despair. Wow. Okay? And he called the book, the title of the book is called <laughs> The sickness unto death. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? He's very Danish. I kind of like him. And very, very existential. I was not expecting to like this guy. Yeah. But this guy, is, I, I, I kind of had a feeling you'd like him because yeah, I like it. He, he kind of gets at what bothers us and we don't like to admit it. We don't yeah. want to admit it. We never want to admit it. People who are happy, you see people who are on Instagram who have like a million followers. The IG, yeah. The IG, and they're they're like living their best life. They've, they're like, they're driving fucking Lambos. They're swimming in pools. They're having a great time. They're just distracting themselves. Because when they have a moment to themselves, when they're in the shower, right, no one's around. And they're thinking to themselves, who have I become? Yeah. And the deafening, resounding answer is nobody yeah man you are nobody you have never been anybody and you never will be anybody
2: we know i was talking to someone about this recently Uh
1: uh-huh uh it's this lady
2: she's definitely she's not a therapist uh she's a a, but i do pay her to listen to me talk Mm -hmm. and then she kind of gives me advice okay but anyway i was talking (laughs) to her (laughs) And, uh, she was saying, uh, you know, like people who do that, they're like, like you have no idea what their lives are really like. They're just showing you what they they want you to see, want you to see. And Mm -hmm. they could turn that phone off and be like, well, do I, I'm not getting out of bed today. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't fucking know. You don't know. And also about flat earth. We was talking (laughs) to her about flat earth. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and because I, I know that you're an acolyte of of, of the flat
1: earth theory. I uh, am. I'm a flat earther. You're a flat earther. Yeah.
2: Uh, and yeah. Uh, you
1: believe... The earth, in... the earth is held up... Uh, the earth is a disc that is held up... A flat disc. By a saucy French waiter hmm? named Le Garçon du Monde. A.K.A. the waiter of the world. Waiter of the world. A
2: lot yeah. of people don't know that... Because maybe you've just heard, oh, flat earth, and you yeah. know that people... Are... But if you actually do any research into this, and it's yeah. so... It, it's, like, it's like when Scientologists find out about... Um, Xenu. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. People who believe in flat earth, they worship a, a godlike deity called the waiter of the world. Mm-hmm. And what he does is, it's, it's it's like what Ben said, It's a French waiter. Yeah, and he's saucy hold, French waiter. He's holding up the pl- the flat earth yeah. and the water that drips off, it pours into his mouth and he loves yeah. it.
1: <laughs> he loves it.
2: So anyway, my point <laughs> is that people him. like that, because I we was just kind of discussing how crazy is there are people mm-hmm. who think that you know the world is is flat and it's a conspiracy yeah the scientists are there's no moon and scientists are like for some reason uh, have this grand plan
1: to just of it's like yeah it's round trick like a you. basketball okay just
2: a forbidden knowledge i
1: guess i guess they think that it's like just a round ball that's spinning on the finger of a globe trotter yeah something, that'd be ridiculous yeah, it's, way it's of ridiculous the world. Yeah. so it's like it's so it's so absurd
2: but she was just saying and again not a therapist but she mm. was saying that uh you know, people who believe in that. There's, it's not about the flat Earth. It's not about, yeah. Oh, I genuinely believe the Earth is flat or whatever. I'm sure maybe a few people do, but it's more about like people who have no control, who have no feel like they have no control. You know, yeah. it's people who go, well, you know, my life would be better if these goddamn scientists would
1: stop, you know, lying about the Earth. Right. This is one thing that I can control. Yes, I can control it's, it. I yeah. have this. I have this one corner of the truth that is staked out as mine yeah yeah
2: it's like serial killers S- sure it's kind of about ritual and control yeah and I know a lot kind about of. ritual and control because I have Tourette syndrome
1: well ritual and control is part of this whole thing that's really what what we want and then what Kierkegaard has sort of identified is the fact that we will never have control over any of this hmm. but we know that we don't yeah and that's what's horrible about it Animals don't know. Tim doesn't know that he has no control. Look at... Oh, God. If you guys could see him, you'd be as mad as us.
2: (laughs) You know what he is? He looks like he's the cat version of that fat Buddha statue that you see. Yeah. That's Tim, except he's accomplished so much less.
1: Yeah, so much
2: less. The Buddha accomplished a lot. He did. If you think about it.
1: Well, guys... Sorry, I don't know what happened. I don't know. But anyway, this has been episode 70 71. Fun. 70 fun, I apologize. Yeah. Of I Learned Nothing.
2: Soren Kierkegaard. A, a philosophy pad, 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 pad,
1: philosophy podcast. A philosophy podcast. A podcast. I can't talk.
2: That's all right. I'll say this. I don't fucking... Most of the shit I do is very inconvenient. <laughs> okay? But you think it's convenient. No, I don't ever think any of it's convenient. I'm p- constantly annoyed. The only convenient thing... Is that the RBM Food Mart is right next to my apartment, mm-hmm. and the Taco Mex. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is stunningly inconvenient. You know, inconvenient it is to do stand-up comedy.
1: Kind of. It is but it's not, so it's not, it's inconvenient. Con- yeah, but it's not really that inconvenient to you. Yes, it is. You, you now that you're like putting it into account. It is, but like that's that's the only thing that you could have done.
2: Oh, it's the only thing I'm good at. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. But so like, th-
1: that's why it's convenient. It's not. You're convenient. only going to do the thing that you're good at. I know. You're but not it's not a convenient doing the thing, thing that you're not to good do.
2: At it. It's not like you go into an office in the morning. Mm-hmm. You have to fucking leave at night, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to not have any kind of social plans ever because you're doing jokes or whatever. I, I don't know. When's the last time you went to see a fucking movie? I don't. I don't even know. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I saw that. Saw one on Wednesday. Well, good for you. My point is that I. You know, I'm not saying this like, oh, comedy's hard because I would do it anyway if it was easy. I don't care like i I enjoy doing it, yeah, and <laughs> I'm very good at it uh but my point is that I'm not complaining like it's a bad thing, but I'm saying that it's very it's stunningly convenient <laughs> to try to make strangers laugh, I don't know, man, to write something that s- people who aren't you can laugh at it. I think that's kind of inconvenient. then you gotta go places, you gotta travel, um <laughs> sometimes they don't like you. What? We we have to go, dude. <laughs> okay, well sorry. You know, this I thought you of... I thought you wanted me to talk more about stand up comedy. No. You told me you did. And then we started to do it, and then uh we I got mad at you. And now I'm doing it and you're getting mad at me.
1: This has been episode seventy one. Yeah. Soren Kierkegaard. My name is Benjamin C Charlotte. We didn't learn anything. Well, you never will. None of us will. Yeah. We're all just going to die. Yeah,
2: unfortunately. Folks, you can follow us on Twitter. And again, if you do have uh, any kind of sexual questions uh, pertaining to how to please a man... For our oh,
1: hashtag Dome Improvement.
2: Hashtag Dome Improvement. Uh, you can tweet us at Pat Dean, at Ben Shola, or at Gristleporn. At Gristleporn, G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-R-N. Sure, and uh, just let us let us know your
1: burning questions about s- sex, you pervert. The most burning questions. Yeah. Check us out on uh, I Learn Nothing on Facebook, I Learn Nothing on Twitter, uh, Pat, we will basically just rant at this guy in Swedish uh, until he decides to hang himself behind uh, the RBM out of, Food of despair Mart. behind the RBM Food Mart until he hands over I Learn Nothing on Instagram. But until then, you can follow us on Instagram uh, at I Learn Nothing Podcast. So humiliating. Uh, also, check us out on Patreon uh, for uh, Pat teaching me a thing or two about a thing or two, flipping the script, uh, just $5 a month. For uh, a new episode every week, yeah, so basically
2: it's it's bonus stuff, you know, it's uh I like Ben said, I teach him about a topic. We've discussed uh, people like Rasputin. We talked about insane clown posse on one of them. The yeah. last one that we did... Uh, Without that, me. Ben <laughs> wasn't here, so me and my roommate, Victoria, just trashed Ben for most of it. Yeah, but uh, also he, talked about <laughs> Robert Moses. Robert Moses, who's some fucking guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you we've you talked, also don't remember. We've learned about uh, Civil War <laughs> heroes. We've learned about comic books, aliens.
1: It's kind of interesting. Yeah, alien cults. Yeah. Cult so aliens.
2: five bucks a month, we'll get you that, and also you can hear all the mean things that we say about the the people who don't subscribe. Yes. So you That's can true. be let in on a secret uh, kind of yeah. club.
1: And if so, you want to stop being made fun of, uh, maybe fork over five bucks. Give me five dollars. Okay, give us five dollars. Or
2: you know what? If you just give me five bucks now, Venmo me. Venmo me five bucks. Go. And I'll stop. If, if enough people <laughs> give it to me, I'll just stop advertising this. Okay. Yeah. fine three people i need 15 bucks and then <laughs> this is done but uh thank you so much for checking out this goddamn uh podcast uh as always if you uh, have time please go to itunes write a five-star review eat write book. a few words hashtag eat book uh if you could write that
1: um i guess that's about it right i yeah, guess we just, um, gotta t- just keep on thinking hard and remember if you're <laughs> not catholic you're going to hell you're going to hell dude and have fun where you belong <laughs> have fun there have fun where you belong
2: Bitch.
0: international